What's up, fam? Thank you for tuning in. I am Complexity, and this is the Karma of It All podcast, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, support, and guidance in karmic, traumatic, and toxic relationship situations. Do you see what I see? It's June 2022. Men's taking over. It's Men's Health Awareness Month. And men are going to take over the podcast. Oh yes, they're going to give us their stories, their insights, their feelings, their hopes, their dreams to betterment. I can't wait. And I know you can't either. Make sure you tune in every week to deal with the Men's Takeover Month. Right here on the Karma of It All. Deuces. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the Karma of It All, an extension of Complex Intuition, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through karmic, toxic, and traumatic situations in relationships. I am, of course, Miss Complexity. You guys know me by heart, and if you don't, you can figure it out. We <laughs> have on the call today, Coach Hopkins. Coach Hopkins. Thank you for tuning in. I want to say this. I know it's been like a month and a half for us to try to get together and do Mm -hmm. this here. So we're here now and we're going to be talking about breaking these generational curses in family, friends, and ourselves. Mm -hmm. Tell us of a time, please, when you felt that it was time for you to start breaking these curses. Well, hey, thanks for having me, Karma. I really appreciate it. It's been a long time coming in, trying to connect with you. And so this is really wonderful. wonderful. Um, so I want to talk about the generational curses and um, recognizing that actually there is a generational curse, you know? Sometimes we just get so stuck in the fact that things are happening, we're not paying attention to what's really happening. I know that was complicated, but what I'm saying is that um, I didn't always know that there was a generational curse, right? We're just, I'm just living my life and, and being uh, the person I am going on the path that I think I'm supposed to go on, that society tells me to. But, you know, from the very beginning, I realized that I was different from my family members mm-hmm. in a way that other people might find to resonate with. You know, I didn't realize that I didn't want the same things that they wanted. I didn't like the same things that they wanted and little things like that. But it turned out to be that, you know, I was destined to do something a little different than what they were doing. And waking up to realize that whole thing was was my, my life story, it's my adventure. And that didn't happen until I turned maybe 30 something years old. I must've been 
34 mm-hmm. when I realized that, oh, the things I am different. Things are different between me and my family members because I am different. I'm not the same person as they are. I'm not looking for the same thing. Since it's so broad, I'm talking so broadly. But I think my when I discovered my generational curse and what it was, I think it is the curse of being lonely and feeling resentment. That is the curse in, in my family. And I'm sure it's a curse in many other families too, feeling that you don't belong, that you don't fit, and that when you step outside of it, when you look at your family, when you get the space, I'm 34 years old, so I'm physically, financially, and spiritually kind of removed from my family. I'm not really close to them. When I step back out and I look and I see like, wow, they are living a life that seems like they're connected because they talk to each other and they see each other and hug each other and stuff. And I feel like, well, there's something wrong with me. Is there something wrong with me? But I step back and I look at it and I'm like, well, they're not happy either. Something's going on there. Something's going on. And so I have this space and this time to figure out myself and what I need, what I want, what my values are. And when I look at my family, when I go back and try to connect with them and try to fit in there, I'm like, hey, I want to hug too. I want to hug. I want to be a part of this. I don't want to be lonely. I just don't fit. And so what I think is that the generational curse of loneliness and resentment is that it looks like they're there for each other. The generational curse of loneliness and resentment, it looks like they're there for each other, but it doesn't really feel like it when you step into this place. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there's like a problem or if there's something, if I needed something, if I needed help or if they needed help for each other, it seems like they're physically there for each other, but there are feelings that are deep down inside that are just not talked about. Things that just aren't addressed. And that creates this loneliness and this resentment and this fear that we can't be ourselves. We can't share and understand who each other is. Mm-hmm. And that's that's strong when it comes from a male's point of view. You know how you're supposed to live it like this. You're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be society's way mm-hmm. or how family tradition is. And mm-hmm. knowing that, you're like, well, that's not how I feel. This is yeah. not how I feel on the inside. Why must I take that route? Why? You know, why can't I be me? Exactly. Why can't I be loved too? And, exactly. and without expressing that, you'll end up going and repeating the same cycle over and over again. And it will fall down more and more. And it, you ha- realizing it is the first thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and the second thing is addressing it and taking action. So, absolutely, you know, I you, mm-hmm. I grew up. Um, well, my company is called the Parents of Possibility because of that. Just what you said, you know, you have to recognize it. So I was into my late thirties, mid thirties, when I recognized that hey, this is something's. I noticed there's something different all my life. I'm noticing there's something different. I'm doing something different, but recognizing, waking up to the fact that oh this exact thing is what's different, this pattern of why can't I be myself? Oh, nobody else is letting themselves be themselves. No one else is expressing themselves fully. They're following tradition. They're doing what they 
thought they had to do, what they were told to do, and never really expressing that. And here I am. I'm trying to express who I am, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you ever wondered if anyone would be willing to listen to your voice, your ideas, your knowledge and wisdom? Have you ever thought about being a podcast host of your own channel? If so, then I challenge you to join the Healing Souls Facebook group and the event Podcast in 7, the 7-Day Launch Challenge, where we're going to discuss figuring out your name, theme, copyright, format, audience, and more. Just visit www.thekarmaofitall.net and sign up to request to be a part of the members-only Healing Souls group. Look forward to seeing you there or hearing you. Enjoy. So... My question would be, how did you actually triumph over that physically, emotionally, and mentally? If you have, or if you haven't, it's okay. But if you I have, appreciate that. I, okay. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that. We, I mean, making it so that you know, it gives me a little bit of flexibility to realize that we're, we're still growing, we're still learning, and we're still expanding. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still expanding. So, uh, a little bit about me is I grew up in Ohio small town in Ohio. And I never really fit in there. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like anybody understood me having trouble being myself. Right. And so mm-hmm. I, I grew up and I, I go to college and have an opportunity to move about two hours away and have this, I'm thinking that this can be a new experience for great people. And there, I just feel like I can't be myself either. I feel like I can't connect with anyone there either. So then after I graduate college, I leave the entire state of Ohio. I figure this state is messed up. Everybody <laughs> gone by poof, gone. I go to California, where California, I'm thinking, hey, there's avocados, all right, and there's there's liberalism, there's culture, it's all these things that I was missing in Ohio. I go there to a new state where people don't know me, get to invent myself, reinvent myself, and boom. Same thing happened. Same thing happened. I can't open up. I don't really know how to be myself. But in this place, though, I created something. Uh, I used to do karaoke a whole lot, and I loved it and because it gave me an opportunity to share my feelings because I didn't know how to really do that with people, but with some liquid courage, some alcohol, a stage, a microphone, and people are polite. They'll clap. They'll clap most of the time for stuff that you do, but I'm like, they're feeling great and connected. So I created this uh, thing called the Central Valley Karaoke, essentially where it's just like a club for people where who loved karaoke, they were going to meet up. And I came a, a bit of a celebrity, like a little celebrity, mini celebrity. I'd walk into the bars. People knew who I was. They'd have my drinks ready for me, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I still was so lonely. I was so lonely. Wow. I was still so lonely. And I'm like, well, I'm creating, I'm cursed, essentially, living out this curse of loneliness and resentment. Like, why can't I be myself around these people? Or well, I thought I was being myself. I'm not really myself. And so I also belong to the LGBTQ community. And I decided that, well, I'm leaving California. That was the mistake. I came to a state 
it's it's okay, but it's not quite Chicago. Chicago's second largest city. I had an opportunity. I moved to Chicago, and I transitioned from female to male. So I'm here, whole new state, whole new city, lots of people, lots of opportunity, whole new person. I figured this is it. I am my authentic self, no more loneliness. I'm gonna find people and I'm gonna be there. And so this was about uh, seven years ago, six or uh, seven years ago, I transitioned and I'm meeting these people and I'm on the bar scene making connections, I'm, I'm having uh, drinks after hours, closing the bar down and stuff like that, feeling like this is my authentic self, still lonely, still feeling that curse of resentment. And so I still, I was working through it, trying to break this, trying to, trying to figure out what it is. And it is, I discovered it is being your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute, Lee, didn't you say you thought you were authentic self? Yes, I did, I did, but that wasn't it not just being your authentic self, but also living that stuff out loud. Living who you are and expressing your truth out loud. And it takes some time. What I discovered is it takes some time for us to really know who that is. We get distracted with things that are happening in our world, in our environment, and not really being able to sit down and understand what we like, what we want, what we need, what we don't want. Those things that people call boundaries these days. we need to get to know those things so that we can know what our authentic self is so that we can live it out loud so that even if we say that we how we feel somebody comes along and say you can't be that you can't do that we go nah, uh, 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 what mm-hmm. who are you talking to not me I, I hate it right <laughs> we were just talking about that it's like no this is it and so the idea is what I've discovered is breaking that is really taking some time to get to know who you are. Sit down, get to know that person, what you want, what you need. Because we, we saw this happen in the pandemic. People yeah. had, the world just stopped and everybody had to sit down and look at each other. They had to sit down and look at themselves. And they had to, some people realized that they didn't like the people they were with. <laughs> and they didn't like themselves and they wanted to make a change. And so this is where it is. You, that feeling, that that ability, that time to do that, and that's what I that's what I discovered. I help people. I help people do that in my coaching. I help people understand more about who they are and what they want and what they how to get it, how to get it in life. Get a life, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you had one major tip, one major tip to tell our listeners, what would it be? One major tip. Oh, this is so broad, but I really wanted to see it. See, I see. Okay, now I'm gonna stop you. First of okay, all, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's where the beginning starts. You, you already minded this was gonna be like, no, no, come mm-hmm. on now. You never know who this might touch. You never know who this is might um, waking yeah, up. Right. Okay, no matter how dry it is in mm-hmm. your head, somebody mm-hmm. else may be living it totally worse, you know? Yeah, you got it. You're right. You're right. Say that. Say that. Because it is. Okay, you're right about that. So let me refresh this. Let me fix this. <laughs> this might be for you. Okay, this might be just for you. I want to let you know that the tip that I give you is to be 
your authentic self. Yes. Be true to who you are. If you don't know what that is, if you don't know who that is, must take some time to get to know yourself. You've got to. Thank you all for your donations. Anyone who has donated to my channel of more than $25 should have received my Each One Teach One donation tea. Anyone willing to donate to my channel can find the link on payhip.com backslash complex intuition. I truly appreciate you all for each donation has helped my podcast grow and be stronger. I thank you so much for your support. As always, each one teach one. Remain true to you. You know, it feels like you that that's such a reminder to me because it feels like, yeah, you know, I know that. I know that. And but some of the people don't know that yet. We all don't know that yet. We're all just feeling it yet. We're just like, how do you get there then? If you, if you, I've heard that many times. How do you, how do you get there if you don't, if you don't know yourself? If you live your authentic truth, what if you're afraid to do that? Well, shoot, it is scary. But it gets to a point where, for me, what happened to me is that it was just so scary to be alone. It was so much more scarier and more hurtful to be alone than it was to be surrounded by people who didn't really care for me, who I felt didn't really care for me. You know, so expressing my truth helped me pave a way to find those people who really did care for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, see, I like that. And you just, you just sparked something. You said that your fear of being alone. I talk about that in my um, my course. And you you were afraid to be alone, but I've always been alone, you know? So when you were talking about the pandemic hitting and everything and how a lot of people were like, whoa, wait a minute. People were looking at me like, but what should I do? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've been doing this for years. I don't know what, <laughs> you know? But um, I wish I was like, you guys could get out and, and be around people and actually, you know, I can do this one-on-one -on -one thing, mm -hmm. but when it's a whole bunch of people, I kind of draw within myself like, oh, no, 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 too many people, too many people, go back, go back to the cave, <laughs> go back to the cave. <laughs> so it does get, it does get, you know, two sides of the, two sides of the story all the time. Yeah. You know? When you do it alone. With you being alone all the time, you had this opportunity to really learn about yourself a lot more. Mm -hmm. Ability yep. to you all you had the self discovery that people are just trying to figure out. We people who always been around groups of people who always been in relationships who always been around family, big families and stuff. I don't know if they really had an opportunity to sit down and have time with their own thoughts and yeah. be like, you know, this is what I really want instead of feeling pressured to follow in the family footsteps mm -hmm. or or um, from family business or, or do what their partner wants or what society expects. It's lots of energies, yeah. not just yours, but everybody else around you. And you they're mm -hmm. drawing your energy and you're taking in their energy. Yeah. Lots of energy. 
So you get lost in the sauce, I guess is what you call it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So tell me, I heard you talk about your your uh, course. Is it you have a course or what oh, yeah. do you have? Yeah, I have a course. Um, yeah, tell us more about that. I have a course. It's a free course called Understanding Connections. And it's all about how you can understand. Basically, it's it's how you connect with other people, what it is that you need to connect with other people. So there are three kinds of connections that you'll make in your life. There's one with me, there's one with you, and there's one with we. Mm -hmm. Me is the connection to itself. So knowing who you are, what you want, what you need, how you're going to get those things. Connection with you is you, one other person. It's just one other person. That's a family member, that's a friend, that's a coworker, that's a romantic partner. It's just one other person. It's how you interact with them. And then we is a group, a society, how you interact with them. And all those connections, they start out with me, with me. So what you know about yourself, what you know about yourself, how you behave is going to determine how you, how you interact with the you, with the one other person. You can't tell somebody. How are you going to tell somebody what you want from them if you don't know yourself? Your relationship, if you're having trouble with your relationships and your friendships and falling apart, it's because you're not absolutely sure about what you want, what you need, and expressing that in a way that they can understand. And there's also this fear that I had, this one big for me, is that, all right, so maybe I figure out what I want and what I need and I express it to somebody and they say, I don't, no thanks, uh-uh, mm. And they they leave. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I change. I'll change. I'll change. I'll change everything. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, uh, mistake number uno. That's what I you don't... do. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us. You do not change yourself mm -hmm. to fit someone else's shoe. You just don't. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's like building that confidence to recognize that you are not going to get what you want if you're changing your energy to match somebody else's you can just better attract somebody with your own vibe just recognizing mm -hmm. who you are vibing mm -hmm. on your own way doing your own thing there are lots of people that like you for who you are you just haven't met them yet that's it that is so true where are they i need to meet them <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you, this is what I help people do. I help people make those connections. And so once you figure out exactly what you want, then you go to those places and you have those experiences. You go to those places and you figure out what you want. So you figure, okay, this is what I like to do. I like to go crochet. Go to a crochet club and hang out there. Oh, when you're at the crochet club, what are you talking about? What is it that you like? What is it that you value? What's important to you? You start talking about those things. And what you're going to see is resentment come at you, loneliness come at you, because some of those people aren't going to like what you say. Some of those people aren't going to like how you feel. But there are other people who are going to light up when they see you. They're going to light up when they talk to you. They're going to talk to you, and you're going to know that searching through all those, all the dirt, you're going to find this nice diamond. You're going to be, you're going to be ecstatic because all the stuff that you went through led you up to that point to meet those people. And I help you get there because it's hard, right? If you're constantly feeling like people don't want to talk to you or this or that, as a coach, I help you understand a different point of view. 
I hope you see these blind spots that you might not have noticed before. Like, all right, so you think people don't like you? Well, show me the proof. And then I might, I might see something completely different that you haven't seen before because you're so busy looking, your brain's so busy looking for the thing that, uh, that you're used to, the past, the patterns, the loneliness, the resentment. All those people who don't like what you're doing, who don't like your authentic self, great. They can feel that way. But there are going to be a ton of people who do. And I want to help people see that. I want to help you see that. That there are a ton of people who love you who you are. Just express who you are. And it's fine. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I think that um, I have something for you. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this later. I'm going to talk about this later because, you know. It's pre-recorded. I don't want everybody y'all in the business. But I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna talk about this later. But tell us, tell us how we can get in touch with you right now. Tell us our readers or readers. Well, I have readers too. But tell our listeners right now, how can we get in touch with you? What is the call to action for getting in touch with you, Mr. Coach? Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you're interested in connecting with me, you can find me at patternsofpossibility.com. And you can also find me on the all relevant social media patterns of possibility. But you can, if you're interested uh, in the free course, patternsofpossibility.com slash more possibility. And I also have uh, 10 tips for memorable conversations that you can get at patternsofpossibility.com slash more possibility. All that stuff is free for you. Just connect with me. If you want to email me and talk to me, you can find me there. I appreciate hearing from you. Great. Y'all heard it. But what I want y'all to do is to check the description below or wherever I posted this at. You hit that link right where his name is, and it's going to take you directly to his website and to that free course so you can mm -hmm. get all the things that you need from Coach Hopkins. I am so excited that we did finally connect, Coach. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you for you know, letting us hear your story. And I thank you for, I thank you, for you know, letting me share my story here with of you. Of course, but of course, we're here to help. And you're here to help as well. And what is this? Each one, teach one, mm -hmm. remain true, always. That is my saying, and I'm living by it day by day. So with that being said, I appreciate you all for tuning in. This has been the karma of it all. And... Extension of complex intuition where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic situations and relationships. As always, each one teach one. Remain true to you. Deuces! You like that, huh? Great. Then I know you're going to like our Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership at $10.10 per month. We have unedited interviews lasting from 40 to 60 to a half hour long. Guys, you're going to love it. These are unedited and with mad bloopers. Yes, straight raw. That's how we give it. Q&A episodes, giveaways, private live talks, readings, one-on-ones, all kinds of stuff over on the Patreon.com page. Be sure to join the membership. And once you do, you'll have per access to my new Facebook group, 
we're all about connecting souls, spiritual healing, and loving one another as we get connected to life. You know how we do over here. Check out the Patreon page at patreon.com backslash complexity. That's patreon.com backslash K-A-R-M-P-L-E-X-I-T-Y. See you there. Deuces.